Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. Do you choose fear or love? (laughs) Welcome to episode number 100. Can you believe it? We're here. And just think, I was going to stop at episode 50. For my longtime listeners, do you remember? I was going to stop at number 50. It was going to be just a piece of work, you know, a product. Go listen to these 50 episodes. But here we are at 100. And uh, I'm very satisfied with these 100 episodes. And I recommend them to anyone. (laughs) But I'm a little biased. You know, every five episodes, I talk to you one-on-one, a little solo discourse, if you will, and I give you me. I give you me. Whereas on the other episodes, I'm giving you my guests. If you've been following along, you know I've been going through a tough time lately. I'm just coming out of it now. And I put a video in the Patreon group explaining in more details about that. And one of the things that I've really learned, boy, have I learned a lot. Oh my gosh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I have learned so much in these past four months. In 2021, basically, I, I've i learned more about nutrition. I've learned how to change my body. I've learned breathing exercises, you know, like breath work. I've learned more about affirmations. I've learned law of attraction. I've learned more about yoga and stretching. And this is all out of necessity because I was going through it and I needed to find solutions. And I'm a proactive person and I went to work. One of the things that I've really come to understand is that in this world, in your life, it's going to be fear or love. And it's interesting because when you break it down like that, it makes it so simple. And here I am recommending books to you and saying, you know, maybe follow a guru or or get into Jesus or Muhammad or, you know, get, you know, get into a religion if you want, but keep an open mind. I'm, I'm giving you all these ways, the path of a mystic, if you will, the path to inner peace through these last two years. But then, at this present moment, I'm saying, (laughs) just choose fear or love. Holy, super simple, right? Well, think about it. If your mind, it's always about the mind. You got the mind, you got the body, you got to take care of both. They're like two pets that are connected. And you, your true self, you oversee it. You oversee your mind and your body. 
And if you get into, if your mind starts going towards fear, we're talking about worry and what ifs, anxiety, all these things. That's the opposite of love. Love is kindness and compassion and happiness. And that's where we want to be. That makes our body feel good. That makes our, our day feel good, our existence feel good. That helps us deal with loss and grief and death. Love. I think that's one of the reasons why Christianity is the most popular religion in the world. It's really based on love. Now, I know there's a million different kinds of Christianity, but the general basis of it, Jesus brought love. That was his whole message for the most part. Love. My Father loves you. I love you. When we choose fear, we're choosing the negative. But let's talk about the word choose. <laughs> because as, as we've ex I've explained and my guests have explained many times on this podcast, the mind pretty much does what it wants to do because it's based on programming, right? My last discourse, we talked about the subconscious mind. So your mind's going to do what it wants to do because it's based off of habit. So if you're used to calling yourself, you know, an idiot, your mind's going to call yourself an idiot. So we have to reprogram our minds. If your mind is programmed to worry and have anxiety, then it's, you know, it's automatically shooting out those auto thoughts of fear. So it's in that moment that you have to correct it and turn it to love. Many would say the fear, the fearful thoughts, is love in a way because that's your subconscious mind trying to protect you like a bodyguard. One of the things I've been dealing with the last few months is separation anxiety. Um, what some may call the perception of loss. It's basically I'm scared to lose my parents. That's what that means. And I've explained some episodes ago uh, my situation. So I'm not going to explain my situation now. You can go back and listen to the being vulnerable episode. Being that I'm scared of losing my parents, those thoughts automatically cross my field. So it's on me to correct it. Fortunately, it's not a long-time thought. In other words, it's, it's not really something I thought about too much 10 years ago. It's new. It's new. As my dad gets a little unhealthier, which we're trying to fix, actually, uh, his, his lung doctor just downgraded him from stage 4 COPD to stage 3. And, I, you know, I got him off of gluten. I got him off of oils. We changed the diet. We gave him some nutrients. Boom, boom, boom. But anyway, still an unhealthy guy as, as I talk to you today. 
But, you know, there's that fear of losing my parents. Um, and then it's like, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, manage the property? How am I going to, you know, who am I going to hug every day, you know? Well, I got to turn that around, that this fear, it does nothing. It does nothing to improve my life or help my life in any way to have those fears. It makes more sense to choose love. To smile and choose love. And count the blessings that you have. Gratitude, very powerful, very powerful stuff. So some might say that the fear creeps in like a bodyguard to just kind of warn you about things. So what do you do? You switch it right away. Don't dwell on it. Do not dwell on the fear. If we're going to use time as a measurement, then, you know, you're not giving it any more than three seconds. That's it. You're recognizing it with your awareness, which is your soul, and you're turning it around. You can use a corrective statement. You can snap your fingers. You know? Like, nope. One of my buddies was saying he uses the word cancel. It's like, nope, cancel that. Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. But you don't dwell on it. I heard one wise woman say that your thoughts are like a pack of a flock of birds and they're flying by. Don't follow them. If you follow them, you're going to be flying with them. You're going to get lost. You just look. You say, oh, okay. You look down. That's it. You let the thought pass, especially if it's based on fear or anger but or hate. You know, it's all kind of the same thing. Fear is a liar. Fear lies to you. That's the problem. It's it's giving you the what if. All right, you're going to hop in your car and you're going to drive um, across the state today. You got something big across the state. You know, it's an hour drive or whatever. And fear is the one that creeps in and says, well, what if you get stuck in traffic or what if you get in a car accident? That's fear. That's what if. Well, that never happened. It didn't happen. And it's more than likely not going to happen. I saw some sort of study that said that only, I think it's 80%, give or take, 80% of your fears don't come true. So you got that 15, 20% that do, but it's usually your mind messing with you. Like a bodyguard saying, what if? Like a concerned mother. <laughs> or when you first get your driver's license and your parents are like super worried because, oh my God, he's going to drive. He's going on the highway today for the first time. You know, when you're an athlete or you're a hiker or a rock climber or you know, a scuba diver, skydiver, that's people facing their physical fears. But the mental fear is just different. It's just different. It, it will mess with you. 
So we have to keep rectifying it. We have to keep changing it. At some point, the fears will dissipate. It just takes practice creating a habit. It's a transmutation. You have to transmute the fear into love. Love is a happiness. It's a gratitude. Being happy for all, being grateful for all that you have and not falling into criticism and judgments. I used to be a very critical guy. Every now and again, it still crosses the mind. But you just got to switch it. Just got to switch it. I guess you could say this episode is a continuation of my last discourse, The Subconscious Mind. Choosing love instead of fear is the basis to almost all religion, to all these spiritual books. A Course in Miracles comes to mind, the famous book, The Course in Miracles. We have the ability to manifest with our minds. That doesn't mean you manifest a Ferrari, <laughs> but we have the, the power to create. It's a gift that we have. It's the gift that the animals do not have. We have it. So if you're in a fearful state or an anger state and you're having those type of thoughts, you're miscreating. That's what A Course in Miracles calls it. Miscreating. You start miscreating things and, and, and now you're manifesting not, some not so good things in your life. So we want to be in that state of love. Going from fear-based thinking to love-based thinking. Eventually it would be nice if the thinking just dissipates. <laughs> and you just, you know, you only use your mind when you need it. That would be ideal. That's the path of a mystic. But what I've realized is that's very difficult. That takes a level of discipline that the average person is not ready to make period. That's why so many people love Christianity. This is my revelation. This is what I've discovered. Christianity is easier. And I mean that in a good way. You put your faith in Jesus Christ. You put your faith in God. You read the Bible. You have a, a pastor or a minister help you translate that. And you learn the lessons and you go throughout your life trying to be in that love-based reality. And quite frankly, it works. It works. It can completely change your life. But the basis of it, Jesus the Christ, it's very powerful. He brought love to the world. You remember the episode with Carl McCollman? Very good episode. So God is love. When you're saying God, you're really saying love. God is love and God loves you. God is love. Some of the near-death experiencers that have been on this podcast, they talk about their experience. What do they feel? They feel love, safety. They feel this presence once they leave the body. We're all having a human experience here. Some of us only get a few years, some of us only get a few decades, and some of us live till 100. But we're here 
to have a human experience and then we will go on to another journey and we will feel love. We'll feel that presence at some point. And we take our experience with us. What happens after that, I really don't know. And it's okay not to know. But while we are here, the idea, the goal, if you will, is to transmute fear into love and get into that state, that lifestyle of love. Not fake love, not where you're, you're, you're super duper happy you know, when you're at the salon, but then you drive home and you're miserable. I mean, it needs to be all the time. It's a lifestyle. That doesn't mean you don't get sad, but when you're in that love state, which I'm working on, and I hope you are too, we can get there. Maybe we get there together. To just love, not criticize, not judge, to just love and to feel it, to be able to go out onto some grass and have the sun shining down on you, on you and for you to just rejoice and throw your hands in the air and just feel it, even if things aren't going well for you, even if you don't feel well or you're going through financial hardship, whatever it is. It's about maintaining that love state being, that love state of mind all the way through. <laughs> smile. Just smile. Don't lose your smile. I lost my smile for a little bit, but it's coming back. Sometimes we need to go through some darkness in order to shine brighter. I had this moment not too long ago where I was uh, not feeling well because I, I was lacking sleep and uh, it's not a good feeling. And I was doing some meditating and then I got this overwhelming feeling of love and you know, I started crying. I started crying. I even fell to my knees and I was just like, is that God? Is this God? And I just started talking, praying, I guess you can say. When I was done, I went outside to get some air and I looked down, and there was this one white flower <laughs> just sitting there on the lawn. Just this one white flower. It turns out, I looked it up, it was the Star of Bethlehem flower. <laughs> just one. And I was like, holy cow. And what made it even more significant is the Star of Bethlehem is also one of the flowers used for flower essence remedies which I, I'm kind of into now. And I actually have a tincture from the Star of Bethlehem. 
<laughs> and I was like, no way. And that moved me. It moved me. And I took that tincture, threw it, threw it under my tongue, around my tongue. The star of Bethlehem flower, just one, just one flower. And what came to me was, I am loved by God. I am loved by God. I rejoiced. I started texting people, I am loved by God. I am loved by God. I am loved by God. <laughs> people, some people are like, huh? And some people are like, yeah, you are. We are loved by God. And whatever God is to you, you are loved by God. God is love. We're surrounded by it. It's a force around us. Rejoice in it. Find it and rejoice in it. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.